An adult panda can spend up to 12 hours a day eating, and in order to fulfill their dietary needs, they need to eat at least 28 pounds of bamboo a day. This is Simple Joe for Sunday, April 11th, 2021. Sounds like some kind of one of the all-you-can-eat buffets I've been to before. Wow. 12 hours a day, 28 pounds of bamboo. That's a lot. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Joe. I come here every day to talk into this microphone because I like talking to you. We're going to talk today about the weather, some birthdays, events in history, and a few other interesting things. I really hope you enjoy our time together because I love hanging out with you. Right now it is 51 degrees Fahrenheit at about 8.59. I'm coming in on a late, late on a Sunday night. Had a full weekend this weekend. Like I said, it is 51 degrees right now. We saw a low of, well, that's our high for today, 51. We saw a low of 47. Tomorrow we're going to see 66 degrees and a low of 41. Tuesday, sunshiny. Wednesday, sunshiny. And Thursday, sunshining, 66, 61, and 57. We're kind of hanging out in that 60, 66 degree for the, looks like for the rest of the week. And for our friends in or near Turkey, now my little tracker here didn't, that tells me where people listen from, didn't tell me what city in Turkey. So I just picked Istanbul. How about Istanbul? There we go. Right now in Istanbul in Fahrenheit, it is 46 degrees. It is uh, a sunny day today, 56 for the high, 42 for the low. And actually, that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Monday, 56 for the high, 42 for the low. Tuesday, 63, 51. Sun shining both days. Going to get some rain there, Turkey, and Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Saturday and Sunday look pretty nice. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 65, 57, and 56 degrees. So interesting, very similar weather to what we are having here so far as temperature goes. I'd like to look at the map and see where they are geographically. For whatever it is, uh, thank you for listening, Turkey. I certainly appreciate you. In 1947, wow, a small birthday list today. Not much, not much of has happened so far as birthdays go today. In 1947, Meshach Taylor, the actor, I think he was in Designing Women, was born. He died in 2014. He would have been 74 years old today. Bill Irwin, comedian, actor, starred in a couple movies, is 71 years old today. He was born in 1950. I remember Bill Irwin from a video, Don't Worry, Be Happy, by Bobby McFerrin. He was just kind of clowning around in that video. Funny video, great song, love the song. 100% acapella. Go ahead and listen back to that song. Every sound you hear came straight from Bobby McFerrin himself. And Bill Irwin was in that video. And finally, the last birthday, three birthdays today. I looked at this list a few times. I just didn't see anybody on that birthday list that was significant to me or that I recognized or recognized enough to put them on the list. But 1966 today, Dustin Runnels, Runnels was born. 
he was uh he is a professional wrestler i don't think he i don't know if he's still wrestling he's 55 years old today i didn't think he was that old dustin runnels is the son to the american dream dusty Rhodes. dusty Rhodes' last name was runnels and yeah one of the great characters in professional wrestling one of those 1980s 19 late 70s 80s early 90s icons in professional wrestling not a very athletic looking fella but man he had a great personality and he had a, he was great on the mic his son wrestled i think a couple of his sons wrestled i know dustin wrestled as gold dust 55 years old i didn't think he was that old but i guess he is that makes him older than me hmm. and 53 53 years i'm not having a very good day on the mic today guys I'm just not something's I'm just kind of fumbling over my words. 53 years ago today, President Lyndon Johnson signed the 1968 Civil Rights Act Act, which expanded previous laws prohibiting prohibiting discrimination concerning the sale, rental and financing of housing based on race, religion and national origin. It also provided protection for civil rights workers. So that happened 53 years ago today. Good one. Good one. Yeah. I had breakfast with my daughter this morning. I have this thing with my daughters. I try to be as consistent as possible where I have breakfast with them once a month individually, just me and my daughter chat about life, chat about what's going on in their life and catching up and making sure I'm in touch. That's something I started a few years back, several years back. I've kind of gone off and on maybe a month or two will go, maybe even longer than that, where we, we're not able to get together, whatever it might be. But we always try to swing back around and, and do this again. It's important to me. And you know what's interesting? It's important to them as well. If, if some time goes by without me sending out, hey, you want to get together for breakfast on this date, they'll reach out to me. They'll reach out to me and say, hey, let's, let's grab breakfast. I uh I really appreciate having breakfast. I appreciated having breakfast with my daughter today. It was just yeah, we caught up on like I said, life and what's going on. And it was really cool. It was really cool. She is in college. So this isn't my oldest daughter, this is my middle daughter. She is in college and she is going to be a psychologist at some level. I don't know if she's going to work in research or one-on-one therapy or administration or whatever it is, but she is certainly smart enough and talented enough to do anything she wants. And she has a real empathetic heart, listens well, offers wise advice. It's really interesting. You reach, you reach some levels in your kid's life. And I may have talked about this before, but you reach some levels in your kid's life where they come to you for everything. They ask you questions and what's going on and they seek your wisdom and your smarts, and that's at a younger age. Then they reach an age where you know nothing at all, nothing at all. And then they reach an age where they start coming back to you and asking life questions. And what's this about? And asking you how to do banks and mortgages and how to, how to negotiate this, or how, do, how should I write this letter, or how do I work on that, dad? You know, things like that. That's when you're kind of, you reach that kind of pinnacle and that's a good place to be. And then there reaches a point where you realize that your kids are smart enough and wise enough for you to go to them for advice and get their perspective on things. And that's, that's a really cool place to be. 
And I'm, I'm that way, definitely that way with my oldest daughter, and I'm certainly that way with my middle daughter. Uh, there's quite a few years difference there, but I would say I'm definitely that way with my middle, middle daughter, too. There's lots of things I go to her and bounce off of her and ask her advice. And same thing with my oldest daughter. My youngest daughter still kind of feel, <laughs> feeling her way through life and figuring it out. And I think she's starting to come around on that other side where she is starting to ask me for advice again and realize that I have some, some level of intelligence and wisdom for this world. But I love getting together with those girls and just catching up with life with them. That was a, that's a cool thing to do every single month. And I try to get that, get together with them every month. It's harder with my oldest daughter. I should probably take that back. I'm not able to get together with my oldest daughter every month. They live about three hours away. And so that's a little difficult, but you know, it would be nice to every few months, but I see them a lot. I talk to, I talk to her a lot. They bring the grandkids down and we chat and visit and we'll go to dinner as a family. But I, I do want some want more one-on-one time with her, but I love getting together with them and talking and catching up on life. You know, I've been, I've been going through this minimalism thing. I've talked a lot about that and there's this book pamphlet. It's more of a, more of a download. It's almost, I would almost call it a, call it a lead maggot, maggot magnet at the minimalist.com. But it's pretty valuable. It's it's uh it's it really has some good stuff in it. And if you go to the minimalist.com, give them your email give them their your email give them your email address, they will uh they'll send you this this download, 16 rules for living with less, the minimalist rule book. And I I'm gonna kind of pick and choose some of these things that strike my interest, some of these these things that I think stand out and but I invite you to check it out, theminimalist.com. I like their podcast. I like reading their website. Uh, I like the idea of living on less to make room for those things that are most important in your life. Get, get rid of the clutter, both emotionally, physically, mentally. Get rid of it so you can have space for the things that are most important to you. But this comes from that download, that book, The Minimalist Rulebook, 16 Rules for Living with less. And I don't know what rule number this is, but this is called the seasonality rule, also known as the 90-90 rule. Look at a possession, pick something, anything. Have you used that item in the last 90 days? If you haven't, will you use it in the next 90 days? If not, it's okay to let it go. What's particularly useful about this rule is that it covers virtually every season. Let's say it's March and you're getting ready to embark on some spring cleaning, pick up the first thing you see in your closet, basement, or storage unit. Maybe it's an old sweater. Are you using it right now in the spring? And it happens to be springtime now. Have you used it in the last 90 days in the winter? Will you use it in the next 90 days coming up in the summer? If yes, then keep it. If not, say goodbye. It's tough to let go of things. It's tough to let go of things. Uh, I like this 90-90 rule. I would probably expand that to six months. I'm a bit of a just in case. I, there's lots of, there, there are lots of things that I keep just in case. Too many things that I keep just in case. But I like throwing stuff away. I like getting rid of stuff. I like purging my life of stuff to make room for things that are most important. 
The idea is to get rid of more than you bring in and keep that equation going throughout your life. Get rid of more than what you bring in. Pick a room, pick a closet, pick a box, pick something. It's liberating when you're, when you just let it's, it's liberating when you let go of something that you don't, that's not obviously trash. You know, it's easy to let go of a empty for the, for those of us of sound mind. And I mean that empathetically because there are those people that have mental conditions. I can't do this, but it's easy to let go of a empty milk jug, right? You just throw it away. Trash. Things that are trash are easy to identify and let go. But the things that you've, you've not used at all, maybe you haven't used it for years or touched it for years or even seen it for years, or maybe it's something that you completely forgot was in there. Let it go. Let it go. I like this 90-90 rule. Whatever the days are, put some kind of day limit on it. If you're not, if you've not, if you're not currently using it in the next 90 days, or if you're not, yeah, if you're not currently using it, or you're not going to use it in the next 90 days, or you haven't used it in the past 90 days, think about getting rid of it. Start small and easy. It's liberating. It really is liberating. There's also a little technique that I would love to do. I would love to do, but my wife isn't exactly on the same page as, as this minimalism thing as me, but I would love to pack everything up, pack everything up. And we just did this. It's kind of embarrassing for me to even bring this up because we kind of just did it when we moved, but put it all in a box with a date on it. I say I would love to do this, but I don't know if I have the courage to do it. Put it in a, in a box with a date on it and, or Put it in a box with a, with a date on it that's six months from now or a year. Pick a date, but put everything in a box, everything, and then get out only those things that you absolutely use, that you use, and keep that thing out, whatever it is, a fork, an umbrella, a pair of shoes, a backpack, whatever it might be, paper. And then keep that thing out. Okay, you've used that. You're using it. Keep it out. Put it away. Find a place for it. But keep it out. Anything that's still left in that box in six months, get rid of. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it. I think probably a good idea is to f- is when you before you put it in the box, filter out those things. Now this is where you you have to be smart about it. But filter out those things that are that you have to keep that you absolutely have to keep uh, i i i keep a lot of memory stuff a lot of stuff for the kids mem- from kids school and things like that not weird like not everything uh but now what i've done is i've given it to them it's now it's up to them to keep or not keep whatever it is but i've given it to them my, my, I haven't done it yet with my youngest daughter, but I've done it with my other, other daughters. There's still some stuff I have to go through and figure out, say, okay, this is yours. This is from your school. This is from you growing up. It's yours to do what you want to do with it. But anything for, for the most part, after you've kind of filtered some of that stuff out and I'm rambling on a little bit about this, I'm not even sure if it's coherent, but after you filtered these things out, and you've packed it in the box, six months goes by, whatever's left in that box, 
Just get rid of, don't even look in it. Don't even look in the box. Don't put yourself through that. Just get rid of it. I've not done that myself. I would love to do that. I'm going to start small. I'm going to pick a closet and start small. Hey, there's also something else I want to talk to you about. And I was, I wasn't sure whether I was going to mention this or not. It's not in any of my notes that I have here, but I want to talk about weight loss and eating healthier and being healthier and getting exercise. And I'm going to throw something out there to you. I think every day I'm going to, when I come to this mic, I'm going to hold myself accountable by talking to you about it. And let's start with something simple. Let's start with weight and eating. So my plan is to eat healthier. Now, what does that mean? I'll tell you, I'm going to keep it simple because that's, that's what I want to do with my life. Keep it simple. I am simple Joe after all, but I want to keep it simple. So I'm just going to eat meats, fruits, and vegetables. That's it. Meats, fruits, fruits and vegetables, and some cheese here and there. No sugar, no sugar, no, no fake sugar. Now, hold on. What I mean by this one, I mean by fake sugar, no granulated sugar, no, no sugar added. Now, of course, I'm going to get sugar from the fruits, but all natural sugar. You know what I'm trying to say? So only meats, vegetables, and fruits. When I, and when it comes to vegetables, only what I'm, what I'm not going to have are potatoes and pastas and wheat stuff. Only um, like vegetables, carrots, broccoli, green beans, lettuce, spinach, those types of things, and fruit. I've not thought through this, but I just wanted to mention it to you right now. And that's going to be my diet going forward. And I'm going to come here and talk to you about it and hold me accountable. Now, here's the big one. You ready? I'm going to announce my weight every single day. And this is just me putting myself out there, holding myself accountable and doing it in a way that is public. So here we go right now. Now, keep in mind, I'm five foot six. Right now, I weigh 210 pounds. I've been as high as 250 pounds in my life. And I've been in, uh, as low as, let's, in the recent future, let's call it 10 years, at, I've been as low as the 180s, low 180s. I think 182 was probably my lowest. My goal weight, and I think that the right weight for, for me would probably be about 160 uh, if I really start to bulk up uh, and add muscle mass, I would be in the, maybe the one seventies, mid one seventies. So somewhere between one sixties, one, let's put a goal on there. Let's just put a goal on there right now. One sixty-five. That's my goal weight right now. One sixty-five. right now I'm at two ten. So what's the math on that? 200 would to 60 would be 40, 15. Would that be? Yeah. 40. Yeah. 40 pounds, 45 pounds. Did I do that right? Let's do this. Just, <laughs> God, kind of embarrassing here. It is late at night and I can't do, and I can't do math. Right, that's 165. That is 45 pounds. There we go. Woo. You guys are probably screaming at the, at, at, at your speakers right now. 
45 pounds, Joe, come on. So that's it. 45 pounds. That's my goal. 45 pounds. That's where I need to be. I don't know how long it's going to take me. I'm not going to put a time period on it, but I'm going to come here every day and talk about where I am. This morning is where I weighed in. I weighed in at 210 pounds and I'm five foot six. So yeah, I'm a, (laughs) yeah, I'm that, (laughs) whatever it is I'm trying to say. So that's weird. I didn't think I was going to say that today, but I did. There it is. Here's the deal. Would I rather have no feelings or be over-emotional? No feelings or over-emotional? I would rather have, if I have no feelings, uh, I don't want to be over-emotional because I can't stand hyper-emotional people that are, everything's drama. Everything is, is drama. But man, I, I can't stand cold-hearted people without empathy or feelings or anything. This would be tough for me. I thought I, when I saw this, I, my knee-jerk reaction was no feelings. I'm just, you know, I, I would rather be someone with no feelings than somebody that's over-emotional. But man, I'm going to pick over-emotional. Because I don't think it's good. I think over-emotion is better than no emotion. I, I, it, just wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be good to be over-emotional. So I'm going, to pick, I'm going to pick over-emotional. Would you rather have no feelings or be over-emotional? I'm going to pick over-emotional. Finally, as we wrap up, uh, our quote today comes from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. I'm not sure I completely agree with that quote. Do not go where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. And I understand. Blaze your own way. Do your own thing. You be you. And and you lead and you leave a trail for others. But also there's wisdom in understanding that a path has already been made for you that may lead to where you want to go. And if it's already been made, there's no reason to make it more difficult on yourself. Take that path. I I understand the spirit of this quote, but I'm not sure I completely agree with it. There's wisdom in taking a path that's already been made. If it, if it leads to where you want to go, you can always take that path and make it wider make it more efficient, look to see if that's the, that path at indeed is the best way to go. And maybe you can start down that road and go your own and say, well, no, this path over here or this way over here, trees and grass are growing, but this is going to be quicker. Let's try this down here. Well, this may be more efficient, but just to say, don't go where the path may lead. Go instead to where there is no path and leave a trail. I understand this spirit, but I'm not sure I completely agree with that, Mr. Emerson. I understand the spirit of it, but I think there's wisdom in taking the, taking the path that's already been made and understanding if you understand where it goes and it's leading to where you want it to go. Because I, I look at that path as wiser people have been here ahead of me and they've already 
cleared the way for me. Why make it any more difficult on, difficult on myself if it's leading to where I want to go? Can I improve the trail? Yeah, I can improve the trail. Can I make it more efficient? Sure. Can I maybe go off that trail when it's no longer leading to where I want it to go and then pave my, pave my own way and leave my own trail? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't completely disagree with this but I don't completely agree with it either. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up for today. I am 24 minutes in right now to the recording and I will, um, I'm going to see how this, I can't believe I actually brought up the weight issue. I didn't think I was going to, but maybe it's cause I'm tired and my defenses are down a bit. Well, I put it out there now. No, no editing, right? I'll, I'll give you an update tomorrow. How it looks. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up for today. As you know, one reason I do the show every single day is to help me become a better podcaster. I want to practice every single day, and that's why I do it every single day. I love this craft. I love this art. I love this hobby. Let me know how I'm doing. Give me some critique. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. Or you can text me at 513-399-6468. That's 513-399-6468. If you just want to say hi, let me know. If you want to encourage me on my weight loss, I'd appreciate hearing that. If you want to give me a, an honest critique, criticism about how the show's going and what you want to hear, love to hear about that. If you want me to riff on something, if you want me to talk about something, I'm happy to, to, to give it a shot. In fact, I'll put those that contact information, joe at thesimplejoe.com and the text number 513-399-6468 in the show notes. Uh, so just look down right below in your podcatcher there, whether it's Overcast or Pocket Casts or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever it is, but look down in those show notes. You're going to see those phone numbers and that, that phone number and that email address. And that way you don't have to remember it if you're driving if you're driving down the road. And if you want to go to thesimplejoe.com, that's thesimplejoe.com. Those, that information will be there as well. Well, that'll wrap up for today. I rambled on about a lot of stuff from minimalism to weight loss to going down paths that somebody else has made, whatever it is. Talked a little bit about birthdays, but that'll wrap up for today. I certainly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And I will talk with you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.